G'day and welcome to Property Australia's favourite obsession. My name is Jeremy Cowan and this is our podcast where we get to talk about all things property. Now today is a quick hits episode. We'll be back with a full episode next week. But today I've got Omar Mujali from Examine Property in to talk about what are the five critical considerations that we need to make before we purchase an apartment. Omar, welcome along. G'day Jeremy, thanks for having me. Lovely to have you along. Omar, we've got to start with number one. What is the first thing, the first criteria that must uh, be met before we should be purchasing an apartment? Um, so the first thing I'd look at is the demographics and suitability of an apartment for that area. So you want to consider, you know, who's living there. Is it singles, childless couples, young white-collar professionals? Um, what's their household size? What do they do for work? And just to a certain if apartment is suitable, um, especially for the owner-occupier market um, in that area. So, so the demographics, making sure whatever we purchase is appropriate for the area. Yeah, and for the buyers in that area. So you don't want to just target investors, obviously, when you want to sell it. You want it to appeal to the biggest portion of the market. So you want to incorporate owner-occupiers that are going to be buying a one, two, three-bedroom apartment to live in long-term. Okay, let's say we can tick that off, that we've got uh, an area with suitable demographics. Um, what do we need to look for next? So the next thing, you know, if you want to think of it as like a funnel, <clears throat> so we've ticked that off. This is an area that, you know, buying in a, a one, two, three-bedroom apartment is suitable for the demographic. Next thing you want to check for is supply and demand. So if you've got very little demand in that area at that point in time, or especially long-term, then you obviously that's not something you'd want to be buying. Um, on the flip side, if you've got too much supply, that's going to restrict your capital growth, especially over the short to medium term until that availability of land um, is diminished. So be wary of areas where there's a big industrial component that can be converted into apartments in the future. Um, that will affect your, your capital growth compared to, to um, other suburbs that you could invest in. So what happens in the situation, Omar, where our number one demographics and suitability says that we should be looking for a townhouse, you know, they say a two or a three bedroom townhouse, something where um, uh, tenants can get out of the back lawn and, and wiggle their toes as in grass, but there's an oversupply of units within that area. Would that put you off? Um, a little, yes, it would a little bit. I'd be a bit, bit wary because um, there's going to be some competition um, for rentals, um, especially in terms of a um, income sort of play. Uh, for capital growth, I don't think it's going to affect that um, the capital growth too too much, especially long term. So you're not going to get people that are that want that outdoor space and want their privacy and you know uh, more leaning towards townhouse living. They're not too easily substituted in terms of buying um, into apartments. It might affect, if there's a lot of three-bedroom apartments, then definitely that that might um, affect the demand for the townhouses and capital growth moving forward. But if there's a lot of, you know, one-bedroom apartments, it's not really going to compete too much with, you know, three townhouses with, you know, outdoor space and areas where you can have pets and have your own privacy. So we just need to do a little bit of thinking there, don't we, just to uh, not just go straight on the raw numbers that we see, but also have a good look around and understand the um, uh, understand the suburb and, and, and what's going on. So let's assume that we can tick that one off, um, the supply and demand, that we don't have oversupply, and we've certainly got um, sustained demand in the area that we're looking at. What's our next tick off that we need? What's our number three uh, that we need to consider before we purchase this apartment? 
Um, the third thing I would consider is jobs, infrastructure and amenities. So you want to make sure it's close to employment nodes. Um, there's good infrastructure, access to transport, you know, road, rail, ferry, um, buses and also amenities because, you know, people want restaurants and cafes, especially if you're aiming for that demographic, they're going to have, mm. you know, good disposable incomes. They want to go out, they want to do sport, they want gyms, parks, recreation, um, you know, beaches, swimming, you know, any type of um, social um, amenities as well is very important. Well, we know we love our lifestyle these days, don't we? That's uh, that's what it's all about, enjoying life. And so we need to make sure that the property that uh, that we purchase is enables um, the tenant or, or, or prospective buyers later on in in the cycle to um, to enjoy those amenities if we have. Definitely, that's why you got to understand the demographics in the area as well. So if you've got a lot of you know downsizers and you know people that are downsizing to apartments, they're going to want to go to the casino to. You know, yeah, bowling clubs and that's it. Exactly. Yeah, ability to get to yoga and dance, etc. Yeah, there's a lot in... of uh, considerations that they're looking at, and so and also busy professionals that they're working long hours. They might be studying on top of that. You know, they don't want to drive you know half an hour to get to a gym. They want you know their facilities close by. Okay, so we've ticked off our proximity to uh, to amenities, infrastructure, jobs, and that sort of stuff. Transportation. Um, we get a big tick there. What's the next thing that um, that is going to funnel down our number four? Well, the fourth thing is obviously looking for the particular property in that area that's going to match what the demographic wants. So things like the layout of the apartment, the size, um, number of bedrooms, um, <clears throat> size of the kitchen, um, and then also attributes like outdoor space, um, balcony size, it could be views, it could could be a in a whole list of um, amenities attributable to that um, to that property that make it desirable, and also sort of on-site facilities. So if you're going to an area where there's downsizes and you're buying a you know five-story apartment block with no lift, then a lot of the you know people getting on in age, you know, got bad hips and can't climb stairs. And also if you've got you know couples with young children that want to live in apartments, you know, imagine the wife coming home and <clears throat> she's done the shopping and she's trying to lug the children. You know, you know, five flights of stairs. It's not really um, going to be something that's very desirable. So, you know, it'd be very important to appeal not just for tenants but also on resale value and to have an apartment so that's going to suit um, the owner occupier um, market moving forward. And that also goes back to you know that idea of um, you know if you've purchased a um, a property you know blue collar area, making sure that uh, you know they've got um, uh, the ability to park utes and trailers and that sort of stuff, carry tools, have a spot for uh, for that sort of stuff, isn't it? Yeah, storage space like a lockup cage where they can you know keep some plumbing supplies or um, you know uh, facilities you know to to store stuff for their work, um, and also. You know, place to put your surfboard if it's a it's an area where there's you know, next to the beach and young people surfing mm. and, um, and yeah, you've bikes got and that sort of at, stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Look and I imagine the, too the quality of the build is particularly important. The the build of themselves and and the the, the layout of the apartments. Yeah, we've seen that in the media a lot um, over the last couple of years, especially in um, Sydney and Melbourne. So it's yeah, it's important to get something that's of um, of quality. Um, you know, point back to somewhere like Opal Towers and that stigma. Um, even though that's being fixed, just the stigma attached to that is going to affect um, the capital growth moving forward. So, yeah, build quality. Uh, obviously, from a expense point of view, you don't want to be continually forking out money because things are falling apart. Um, but also, you know, for that catastrophic type um, black swan incidences that can happen to um, 
these especially larger apartment blocks. So, okay, we've ticked off demographic suitability, supply and demand, number three being proximity to amenities. We've just done building layout. What's our final thing, the final box we need to tick before we can start getting too excited and and um, and, and considering purchasing the property itself? Um, the final thing is obviously income and expenses. So obviously income is the rent. Um, there's not too much more to it than that. Um, but also expenses. So if you're buying something, you know, with, um, you know, near the ocean, for example, there could be a lot of wear and tear that happens because of the salt water on the building. Mm. Um, you know, it could be a, a lot of uh, on-site amenities and or part of it could be used as service departments where you're getting a lot of foot traffic and people moving in and out and using the barbecue areas and destroying um, a lot of that. So that could add to the strata costs. So strata costs are very important, especially for people on a sort of low income. Mm. Um, if you really need you know, that, that income um, from that property and to minimise the expenses. So um, very important. But if it's a high income earner and they want something nice and sexy and, you know, with views and um, you know, a lot of on-site amenities and that's something that they can afford to um, the upkeep on, then that might be suitable for them. So making sure it's suitable to your circumstances, what your goals are, what you want to achieve. Um, and also you like your marginal tax rate and you know you don't want to be siphoning too much income um, to keep it to keep the uh, the property afloat and I guess also too that within that consideration is the the cost of uh, the purchase itself to make sure that the property is um, uh, you know not being overpriced uh, it's a you know it's a fair or um, below value um, price that you're paying compared yeah, to equivalent some yeah. um, properties in the you know surrounding yeah, you need to do your homework uh, on that definitely, and and pick something you know that's well priced, and especially if you're buying off the plan or something that's not finished, you know, that assess what secondhand resales are selling for at that point in time. And if you're still unsure, you can order an as-if complete valuation. The bank will probably charge you for it, but it's worthwhile, you know, getting a valuer to look at that point in time the price mm. you're paying compared to other you know, resales within the last six months of similar properties um, secondhand in, in the area. And I guess too, with that one, you know, it is important, you know, if you are purchasing something that um, uh, is established, then, you know, looking at the past expenditure, um, the, um, uh, the the costs of, of holding it, the strata fees, et cetera, and, yep. and also uh, the sink fund, um, if any, um, yeah. any potential problems that uh, could, could uh, you know, that have been identified. Yeah, about, for about $300, your solicitor can order a full strata report. So that'll give him more than notes, or her, sorry, from um, from that apartment block and the ongoing costs and minutes for meetings. And, and that mm. way you can uncover and make sure there's no nasty surprises. It's, it's very just, important to do that, isn't it? Very important. It's much easier to do it up front than, uh, than be caught off guard uh, later on. Very important. Even with, if you're buying something new, you know, you need to assess the budget that they've put, the strata fees that they've quoted you, make sure there's enough money that's going to be put aside in the sinking fund as well when they've covered all, all bases. So sometimes they'll minimise that to make it look like it's cheap strata. But if you can see there's a lot of on-site amenities and pools and gyms and the strata is only 2000 a year, then something's amiss. It should be, something's amiss. Yeah, more sort of 4000 plus um, for, for something with that much. Um, ongoing maintenance and, and expenses required. So they are our five critical considerations before you buy an apartment. Number one, demographics and suitability. Number two, supply and demand. Three, the proximity to amenities. That's, of course, our infrastructure, jobs, etc. 
Four is our building and layout, and of course, five is the cost of the apartment itself, as well as the cost of uh, continuing to hold it and the cash flow that we can uh, expect to receive from it. Omar Jali from Examine Property, thank you very much. Is there anything else you'd like to add as a final word? Uh, just finally, just start top down. There's no use looking at you know the demographic supply and demand and um, and whatnot if um, you know if sorry you're not going further down if uh, looking at the layout and um, the type of property if there's an oversupply in the area so you start at the top assess the demographics and then work your way down the list um, it's kind of funny because it's almost the opposite to what most people do jump on realestate.com put in a suburb and and a, and a price range and, and off they yeah. go Look at the rental returns. Look at mm. uh, start looking at the apartment layout and uh, what you know what what uh, the fit out looks like. And looking at the pretty pictures, you, know, you need to start with um, you know the, the macro level um, before you work down to you know to picking the particular type of property. Well, speaking of macro level, Omar, that is a very much a macro overview of our five critical considerations. Um, there's, of course, a lot more to it to, to drill down and something that we'll, uh, we'll definitely drill down in another episode. But let's wrap it up there. Thanks a lot for your time, Omar. Cheers, Jeremy. Thanks for having me. And thanks for everyone for listening. Of course, you've been listening to Property Australia's favourite obsession. My name's Jeremy Cownan. Don't forget to like, subscribe, or leave a rating or review. And until next time, keep obsessing about property. Jeremy Cowan and Cowan and Flack Proprietary Limited are authorised representatives of PGW Financial Services, Proprietary Limited, AFSL 384713. Any opinions or recommendations expressed should be considered general in nature, as they do not consider your personal objectives or financial circumstances. You should therefore consider these matters yourself before deciding whether the advice is appropriate to you and if you should act upon it. Should advice be sought, please seek an appropriately qualified advisor. Investing may not be appropriate for everyone, as there is inherent risk and the possibility of loss when investing in financial assets, just as there is the possibility of profits. While useful for identifying patterns, history and past performance do not guarantee future performance. <laughs>